Welcome into another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Definitely go check them out. Looking at RVs for me has become almost like Zillow, where I just randomly look at houses, to where now I just randomly look at RVs. Well, I don't want to call you out on this, but you're, you know, I don't know if you want to use it as a Teletra Tuesday or whatever. Maybe it's just no one knows it yet. You're a huge fan of vans. Big van guy over here. Not oh, like yeah. The, not the minivan. No, a conversion van. Yeah, but between that and these RVs, man, I feel like that's all you're talking about. Anytime we're on our way to lunch, that's a nice van. <laughs> if I Dude, look at that RV. I'm, it's, just not even, it's not just saying it because it's an ad Like It's the truth of how this guy is. And then yesterday, we're driving down 7th, and he goes, hey, uh, you want to get a Sonic drink? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> absolutely, it's happy hour. So we do that, and then that's where that picture on uh, old Twitter comes from with Homeboy drinking a large slushie. You're the only one that thinks it's weird, though. But, like, it's not – I don't think it's – I just think it's hilarious. Like, everyone's like, yo, no judgment, no judgment. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, there's no judgment. I'm an iced coffee guy through and through. Exactly. Like, today was probably one of the coldest days of the year so far, and my ass decides to walk because it's Tuesday cars in the shop, a little engine problem, no big deal, getting, uh-huh. a, getting an engine for free. So I was like, I'm just going to walk to the office. It's cold outside. So I stopped at the coffee shop and got a hot coffee. Oh, a hot coffee. Today. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had to. It was too cold. I, with yesterday's trip to Sonic, I think the funny part is that I got the largest option they have for a slush. <laughs> Tell the truth Tuesday, though. Like, we went through the drive through and I said, I'll take a medium strawberry slush. Had real strawberries in it. Okay? But I said medium, and he says, over the guy. Can I upgrade that to a Route 44 for you? Like, he just, not even like, hey, in my mind, I went from a medium to a large. Like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever, no problem. No, he went all the way to the top. (laughs) Let me give you the biggest cup that we have. Honestly, I didn't even know they had slushes in that size. I didn't either. So in my mind, it was like, oh, sure, I'll upgrade the next size up. That's usually what they get you on. Not this guy. He must have like worked at the movie theater prior and was like, hey, do you actually want the biggest bucket of popcorn we have? I'm surprised that's what my drink didn't come in. A large popcorn bucket. It probably should have. It took me hours to finish it. And I'm a, I'm a drinker. I'm not like a sit my drink to the side kind of guy. Uh-huh. I can down some drinks. It took me hours to finish that. I had to take it home with me. I think I, you, I thought you finished it in the office. No, I took it home with me. Oh, so you just had to repack it? Yeah. That was another thing he did. He's, he would tap it on his desk kind of loud, and he'd be like, got to repack that sucker. You have to repack it. Or you get that <laughs> where you're just slurping, and it's loud, and it's annoying for everyone. Experienced drinker. All kinds of liquids or whatever a slush is. Liquid or solid? It's got to be a liquid, right? It's got ice in it. Ice is a solid. I'm trying to find a way to combine the words, but I came without it sounding super weird. Non-Newtonian. Ligolid? Huh? Have you ever made oobleck? Uh If I have, Corn I Cornstarch and water? Mm-mm. I don't think I have. That's a fun time. 
anyway, we are going to talk about sports today, too, and not just sonic drinks and science. Although we will get into some weird debates later today that are going around the internets. Uh, but the biggest news today is the Calvin Ridley news. And it's also NFL Franchise Tag Day. You'll get some of that. Uh, baseball making some news. Basketball season starting to really heat up. And, of course, Tell the Truth Tuesday. But the big news of today is the Calvin Ridley stuff. And I was tweeting about it last night. I'm sure some people have seen it. Uh, I don't understand it. I know that betting on games, if you're a player, is like a, a don't-do-it thing. Or you, you talk to NFL people and they will tell you, even that the league will come out and tell you, you can't have anything to do with gambling. You can't talk to bettors and anything like that. Where I think it gets a little bit cloudy is the fact that the NFL partners with FanDuel, BetMGM, all these places, they're yeah. like, yes, come gamble on our games. Like, even when we were in Indy, there's a sports book in the stadium. Oh, 100%. Now, my thing is, is like, I don't feel bad for Calvin Ridley whatsoever. Do I think the punishment was like harsh in terms of a year? Like when you get, when you're given the option is like, was it too lenient or was it too harsh? It was like, well, actually like it is kind of harsh because it's a whole season. But at the same time, like I get it. Like the NFL has to use this guy as an example right here. It's the first time we've seen a player in at least a long time doing the NFL, especially in today's age where there are so many sports books and you know, gambling is legal in so many States right now. But if you start with Calvin Ridley and you say, ah, $1,500, that's a three-game suspension, you weren't even playing, you bet on your team to win, you won the bet, yada, yada, yada. If you just give like a three-game suspension slap on the wrist and he goes goes and plays for another team this year, that opens the door for some other guys in the league to be like, okay, I'm injured for six weeks or I'm out for the rest of the year, you know, with a torn ACL or something. I can bet on my team to win. I still believe in these guys. And then the NFL has to play this funny game of like, okay, well, how do we balance this? He's betting on his team to win. It's whatever, but it's money. The moment you open that door and allow it, someone's going to try and make exceptions to it or bend the rules a little bit, just like everything else. And I do think it's a little unfair for people to go, oh, look at the Ray Rice situation. He's only spent like two or three games. That is a whole nother situation of domestic abuse. The suspension aspect, I get you can relate in that way. But the reasons for the suspensions are totally different. And if you open the door here for Calvin Ridley, it turns into a giant mess, and things can go negative very quickly with it for some players. Yeah, I disagree. I, the players are already gambling. The reason Calvin Ridley got caught is because he used his name. Which I think is really dumb. Like, yeah, like we got to be smarter than that guy. Right, and then when you started with like I, Calvin Ridley, just, we all bet. It's illegal here in Missouri. Yeah. But we bet. Because there's ways to do it. You use somebody else's name. You have a bookie, anything like that. You're not going to stop players from gambling. The reason why he got caught is because he used his own name, his own cell phone on his app. And then they use, the NFL uses a third party to like go through this information. And they flagged it. They saw Calvin Ridley placed a bet. And they were like, wait a second. There's a guy in the NFL named Calvin Ridley. Let's go ahead and take a look at that. So to suspend him for an entire year, he's not throwing games. The NFL has done nothing for the Dolphins owner, who was actually trying to throw games, was paying his coach $100,000 to lose games, and the NFL has done nothing for it. I do think it's a little bit of a slippery slope if you have players gambling on games, and especially if they're gambling against their team. Mm -hmm. That would be my concern, Mm -hmm. is just how slippery that slope can get, how quickly. And with the Dolphins owner, hopefully this is a sign to him, or it's like, yeah, dude, you're, you're done. That's but he's an I owner, so he'll be. probably be protected by the NFL, and they'll just be like, oh, no, we didn't find anything. 
<laughs> Bullshit. If that happens, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Because then that is a little, like, it's just being hypocrites. Is exactly I think players is. should be able to gamble on games in the NFL. Even I don't think it's team? a big deal. I, I think the only reason gambling gets such a, a harsh, like, negative reputation is the religion crowd. They're like, oh, can't do that. That's that's a sin. That's you shouldn't do that. Bullshit. It's yeah, not. I get that. I I just worry again with it. It's just like, which players are easily persuaded to, or could be persuaded to throw a game? Because but you can do that without gambling on games. What you could have people game? in Vegas already being like, hey, Derek Carr, throw with three interceptions. We'll give you a hundred grand. He doesn't have to have a sports betting app for that. True, but you can get to him anyway. But if, you know, Calvin Ridley says, I'm going to bet on the Super Bowl. I'm going to put some money down on the Super Bowl like millions of people do. What advantage does he have over the other million people? None. Sports are too unpredictable. That's fair. So I guess my thing is it's just betting on your own game that you're about to play in. And I'm, I'm down with that. Don't bet on your own games. Yeah, that's and, mainly where my whole argument is coming from. And part of uh, Cal- the Calvin Ridley thing is, is that he did bet on the Falcons. The crazy thing is he did bet on them to win. In, in his parlays. <laughs> he had a parlay for a three, a five, and an eight-team parlay. And at least one of those included the Falcons. Shouldn't have done that one. But even the fact, he wasn't an active player. He took, like, time off and was not an active player. So I don't get it. I Suspend him like a game. If you suspended him a game or four games and let him hey, go back and be like, yeah, no, I appeal it, knock me down to two games. Fine. I'm cool with that. I'm going to play devil's advocate to my own statement that I made there. Maybe this can open the door for conversation with Roger Goodell and the players betting and stuff. I'm like, okay, hey, like maybe a year, maybe that is too harsh. Maybe that is way too much because you were out. Mm-hmm. Where if players really want to bet if there's something you guys are interested in doing like everybody else, maybe we have to start. Maybe this is the conversation start on how we go about doing that. I just don't like the hypocrisy that comes from the NFL saying, oh, don't bet. Players can't bet. Don't gamble. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Now some of your biggest sponsors are gambling sites. You 100%. put a team in Vegas. Like, we know why there's a team in Vegas. Yeah. You wanted that gambling. I mean, you have a stadium name. Like the Caesars. Yeah, you New wanted Orleans. that presence. Yeah. But now you're like, oh, players, how, how dare you do this? I think it's complete bullshit. And they are using Calvin Ridley and making an example out of him. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I still think Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It, sure. Honestly, I've played on teams before. I know we've talked about it a lot. Going into the game, I knew we had zero chance of winning. Did I still try my best? You bet your ass I did. Now, would that have changed if maybe somebody was like, hey, lose this high school football game and I'll give you $100? Maybe I would have lost the game. Yeah. Instead of getting sacked 10 times, I'm getting sacked 20. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, maybe I will throw my fifth interception on purpose. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I just I don't think that it really matters. I think most of these guys are so uber competitive that you're probably not going to get to them anyway. Yeah. And if you do, like, there's no sports betting app that's going to stop you. You can get to the players. If you're going to get to them, you're going to get to them. One thing that does make me wonder is how many players have been placing bets through other people. Exactly. Is just without being caught. Because that's the thing with Calvin Ridley is like, this is so avoidable. Like, you can't, you don't have a friend that you can be like, hey, yeah. man, like, just put this bet in for me. He should be suspended two games for being an idiot and not, <laughs> like, realizing, hey, I can't have my name tied to this. 
I quote tweeted one of his tweets yesterday, and I felt bad the moment I did it. It was just like, I don't understand why you didn't just have a friend do it or you use a different name. Because he, I think it was to his tweet where he's like, I only bet $1,500. It's not like I have a gambling problem. The right. moment you say that, it's like, well, there goes your opportunity to appeal anything. Like, just guilty. Exactly. And I You've saw everyone else went in on it with it. But it's just like, brother, come on, man. And, like, the $1,500 even, like, that's not a lot of money to Calvin Ridley. That's a lot of money to me. If I'm yeah. gambling $1,500, I have a gambling problem. But for him, I don't, I don't think it is that big of a deal. But I also don't think that the money should really come into play for the suspension. Yeah. I did see a lot of people are like, oh, it was only $1,500. I don't, I don't think that matters. If you're gambling on games, you're gambling on games. If he would have you know, gambled $10,000, I still think he should be suspended for like two games. But maybe I, I'm different. I have seen some other people that were like, oh, yeah, this totally makes sense. They should, it, I it think they're having the uh, – because I'm, I'm assuming he's probably going to appeal the, the suspension time, which it will probably come, maybe come down from there. Do you think it would come down to two games? Do you think that's a possibility, or do you think the NFL is going to stay strong with it? Nope, I think they're going to stay strong with it. And you know, even with his suspension, he's suspended for at least one year. He can um, try to be reinstated after a year. He can apply for reinstatement a year from yesterday. So, I mean, it even could be more than a year, which to me, that's even more ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I, I know you mentioned it earlier, but just looking at some of the other notable NFL suspensions and how the NFL has come down on these guys, Ray Rice was suspended for two games. Yeah. Now, he got cut and blackballed from the NFL, As but he, he was only have. suspended for two games. Yeah. Adrian Peer- Peterson, felony child abuse, where I, he was leaving just huge marks on his son by hitting him with a switch. Six-game suspension. Greg Hardy, one of the biggest pieces of shit to ever play in the NFL, was suspended two games, but it was reduced to four games. Ezekiel Elliott hitting women, six games. Tom Brady deflating footballs, four games. None of it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Josh Gordon, even. Uh, that guy couldn't see the field for like six seasons because he liked weed. Now, again, if you can make millions of dollars, like just stop smoking weed, that was kind of his fault. Yeah. But at the same time. That's a, that's a long time it just for some is. weed that is probably legal in the state that he lives in. <laughs> Not if it's Missouri or Kansas now. Yeah. But prior God to. God forbid. Probably legal. So I just don't get the NFL or Roger Goodell and these suspensions. It never makes sense. I don't think I've ever seen an NFL suspension and been like, yep, that makes sense. Good job, Roger. You got it right this time. Yeah. They always come down way too hard on like the like the Patriots and the cheating scandals there. But then when you get a guy like Greg Hardy, you're like, damn, like miss four games and then you can get back on the field. Or, you know, that like with the COVID protocols, there are teams that lost, lost draft picks or find like oh. $500,000. Yeah. But you let Greg Hardy even have a place in the NFL. That's like, that stuff like that that's just so irritating to even like look back on and see and be like, man, like you guys mess this up. Like you, if you needed to make an example of somebody, those were the guys that needed the example made out of. Like you're, just, you're not messing around with it. That's it. Like, you put your hands on a woman, you're done. You should you should be done in the NFL. That's I think if it. you're a felon, you should be done in the NFL. That very much should be as well. I mean, it's just it's such a high-profile position. There are a ton of guys that are very good at football and deserve that spot to be in there. But then there are some very athletic shitheads that just don't deserve to be 
And I, I get the whole, like, give them a second opportunity to kind of redeem themselves. Like, yeah, only to a, a certain extent. Like, I, I don't know. I just, there's, I think I maybe I'm just kind of losing my niceness or understanding as I'm getting older. It's just like, you know, sorry, you're a piece of shit. You fucked up. That's on you. That's your mistake. You got to be smarter than that. You got to be right. more mentally aware. If you're going to be in this position to make this amount of money and be this much in the entertainment business, you got to be a better human being. Mm-hmm. Or um, Jake in the chat, Sean Payton suspended for an entire year for bounty yes. gate. I mean, yeah, Sean Payton was the head coach, but he wasn't even really like the guy doing it. It was uh, Greg Williams. Who, I mean, you talk about Greg Williams to certain people. Some people absolutely love that man, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But he was. He was given incentives for players to be injured. But Sean Payton gets suspended for an entire year for Bounty Gate. It's just I, I, the NFL. I love it. I love football. I will never stop consuming their content. They mess up all the time. Man. Yeah. They like, shit on baseball for like, oh, God, you guys are locked out. You can't get it right. Man, the NFL sucks sometimes. She'll put the product on the field, though. They yep. figured out. They somehow figured out. And we'll just keep coming back every week <laughs> in the off season. We're gonna keep on talking about it. And I do love it. It just some of it doesn't make sense. And some of the spit suspensions. It's almost like if you just put the fans in charge of some of these sports leagues, it would probably get it right. Yeah. Like even us talking yesterday, like, well, that seems really simple. Just do that. That's what the fans <laughs> want. Yeah. Just do that. Like everybody's gonna make money. You should just have a you know a couple fans get to chime in and vote. Like, hey, here's what everybody you know what they're thinks. Gonna say, yeah. why don't you go to law school? <laughs> why don't you do this and that? Like, you know, that's a fair point. But because hey. I'm not a smart man, <laughs> I didn't also have the money to do it. <laughs> yeah, but I some things just seem so simple, and then leagues still mess it up. So if you're Roger Goodell with Calvin Ridley, they've already suspended him a year. You now come in. You're in an appeal meeting. What do you say? Understanding of the slippery slope. You don't want anyone else betting. You know, the idea of like, hey, betting on your own games, whatever. If you're not playing, you can bet. What's your mindset? What do you say to him? Kind of sitting across from you. Yeah, you have to come down and tell him that this is the example or like, you know, this is the start. But I also think that you need to stop being so close-minded to it. I don't know. This is like the sex ed talk. When I was in high school, we got the sex ed talk, the health class stuff. They brought in these, like, experts, and it was like, mm, I can tell you're a virgin, but whatever. And all they would preach to us about is, like, oh, you cannot do it. Absolutely do not have sex. Someone will get pregnant. You will die. Your dick will rot off. And guess what? As high school kids were like, ah, fuck that. Still going to do it. So that what they should have done is came in and talked to us about, like, hey, here are the dangers of it. Here's how you have to be prepared for it. That's what Roger Goodell needs to do. I know you guys are gambling. Here are the dangers of it. Here are some hotlines if you get, you know, addicted to it. These are some safe spaces to do it in. Here's an NFL app that allows players to bet. But we're going to track everything you do. Mm-hmm. All the money that you put in, great. Thank you. We're making it. But you can't bet on your own team. Ooh. What if they did do that with the app where it's like players use their own money and only that app, the money gets taken back to the owners? Right? And then just Maybe put- not the owners. But, like, the team that they can use in the salary cap and spend elsewhere. Yeah, probably not that. Not towards salary cap. But I think track the player's money. You already are. You're using this third party to track gambling. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now just make it in your own app and say, here are your guys. And then don't even allow them to make a bet on their own team. 
Like it's not even an option. If I'm sitting here in Missouri and I log into my bet MGM account, I cannot place a bet. Do the same thing for the players. Just be like, nope, <laughs> you can't bet on the Colts, actually, because Canceled. you play for them, you dumbass. But you can bet on the Falcons. Go for it. That would be very interesting. I don't, know, I just, I don't think gambling is that big of a deal. And I've never understood it. Even, yeah. like, learning about gambling and sports betting when I was a kid, I just, my mind couldn't grasp why it was such a big deal. Who? What, what team was it that blew an entire, like, it was the White Sox, right? Yeah. That did it, and it was just like, that right there ruined it for everybody else. Through the World Series. Yeah. You throw the World Series, nobody else gets to gamble in sports now. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why. Thanks a lot, Black Sox. Yeah. But whatever. There's also a lot of conspiracies around that one, too. What do you mean? That a lot of the players didn't throw the game, but they took the money. Oh. Kind of like the, the Pete Rose thing. Like, yeah, he bet against the Reds, but he still went out there and hit three singles. So how do you tell them? Like, hey, we actually gave these guys money to throw the game, but... They were actually still trying their hardest, and they took our money. You don't? That's like and a lot of the cop. players didn't get paid, if I remember right. I listened to a podcast about it. A lot of the players didn't even get their money. Like, uh, the first pitch was supposed to be like a ball, and that would signal that it was on, that they were going to throw it. And so they did that, but then they still tried to win the World Series because they had allegedly, like, had the money waiting in a hotel room. It's like, okay, we're going to let these guys know that we're throwing it, but we're, we're not actually going to do it. And then guys like Shoeless Joe Jackson, he was, like, never part of it. Huh. There's a whole conspiracy theory about that one, too, that I'm not up to date on any of the details. <laughs> but there is. Remember um, that podcast. You want to send that to me? That'd be sick. Right? Um, I'll, I'll is that, that Mike Up podcast? Yeah. It is. yeah. <laughs> um, also in the NFL, it is franchise tag deadline day. So a lot of players are being rumored to be franchise tagged. It's so weird because I've seen so many reports. We were even talking about it this morning. Um, Chris Godwin mm-hmm. he even said, like, oh, Chris Godwin just got franchise tagged. And I jokingly said, did he really? Or is this like an Orlando Brown thing? He has not been franchise tagged yet. Yeah, it, Ian Rappaport <laughs> comes back six minutes later be like, hey, let me go ahead and fix this mistake. Of it. It's like, right. yeah, no shit, Ian. I'm over here telling my buddies, like, nah, you just tweeted it. We got a show to plan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and your ass is out here doing tweet threads about the franchise tag. Uh, but he eventually he will be franchise tagged, mm-hmm. which is – not new news, but it is going around Twitter this morning. Um, the Bucks are trying to work out a long-term deal with Chris Godwin. If they cannot do that by today, at, I think it's 3 o'clock Central Time, then he will be franchised. Guess what? Same thing's going to happen with Devontae Adams. <laughs> For sure. So th- no news. I, that's just that's not a story. I know that Rappaport tried to, like, I think he probably tried to put it out there, like, oh, here's the big story. I got the scoop. And then it was like, oh, wait a second. I didn't read all the text. (laughs) Yeah. Let me go back and try to fix this. But there have been other players. Um, Orlando Brown did officially get tagged yesterday afternoon. David Njoku with the Browns, the tight end there, he got tagged. Jesse Bates with the Bengals, he got tagged. Mike Gusecki got tagged as well, and so did Dalton Schultz with the Cowboys. Three tight ends. I think it's a very smart move to franchise tag your tight ends. You're paying them $11 million this year. If you think you've got a good tight end like Mike Gusecki, Dalton Schultz, I'm definitely okay paying them 11 mil. Oh, and 100%. David Njoku, he could be tight end one next year. And I don't think you're going to look back at that contract and say, oh, shit, I wish we wouldn't have paid him $11 million. So I think that's a very good move on all of the franchise tags, honestly. Orlando Brown making like 16. Pay him a year. Contract yeah. year for him at left tackle. Maybe you're going to get the best out of him. I wasn't super impressed with him last year. 
But franchise tagging, see what he's got. Jesse Bates, I think you might be running a little bit of a risk with him. He could have a stellar year and be a breakout player. But then, you know, this year, safeties are not paid much on the franchise tag. You're going to pay him about $13 million. That's a bargain. That's a hell of a deal, especially for how well he's been playing and how every year his career has gotten better. Uh, one guy, though, that's really just been through a huge roller coaster of, like, being good or just inconsistent is David Njoku. Like, that is one guy where it felt like at one point the Browns are ready to move on from. And it was like Baker yeah. Mayfield almost got his neck broken trying to throw him a jump ball, and he was out for a year. And he comes back and, you know, it kind of becomes one of those reliable targets that you don't necessarily go to in, in big moments, but he's always there when you need him. I mean, and he so, requested a trade. Yeah, and like all of a sudden, then is fine for the rest of the year. So it's mm-hmm. it's a weird situation with David on how like what his future is gonna be in Cleveland. I mean, he's clearly there for another year, but it's still just he is one guy where I just have no idea how he is viewed by the fan base, the team, or anything. Jesse Bates already said he gets better every. He's gotten better every year. I think he's due for a big payday. Orlando Brown, I'm right there with you. Where I didn't think he did anything special this year, but it was one of those things. Where it was like you know you did just enough. And that's what we're used to with Eric Fisher. You just come in, you get the job done, be who you are, and move forward. My only concern is, though, is that this is like another contract year for him where he's going to play lights out, and the Chiefs are like, well, we got to pay this guy a ton of money. Maybe so. But here's um, some big breaking news. We knew we were going to get it on a Tuesday. Now the details are out. Well, it is Ian Rappaport. So let's see if he changes his mind in the next two minutes or so. The Packers and MVP quarterback Aaron Rodgers have agreed to a term of four-year, $200 million deal that makes him the highest-paid player in NFL history. He's getting a whopping $153 million guaranteed, and his cap number goes down. What is the salary cap? I don't even that know. That doesn't make no fucking sense. $200 million, and his cap goes down. Um, that's so weird, though, because Aaron Rodgers told us all that he wasn't asking for $50 million per year. If I do 200 divided by 4, that equals, yep, you guessed it, $50 million. Aaron Rodgers is a piece of shit, but he's also the highest-paid quarterback eh, player in the league now. So there we wow. go. Right, Devontae Adams, about to get tagged. Like, well, you I, couldn't have, this news couldn't have dropped at a perfect time because I was just about to ask you, what's up with Aaron Rodgers? What's his decision? <laughs> Whammy, here it is. Uh-huh. Four yep. years, $200 million. Knew we were going to get that news eventually. Um, 153 of it's guaranteed. Yeah. That's insane. I What sucks is also I planned the show this morning, and we were going to place bets on where Aaron Rodgers was laying. I was going to bet on the Packers, but here we are now. Uh, look at that. <laughs> I win again. <laughs> um, I just This is something that I kept – Thinking, I I don't know. I think that he whined and complained his way into getting one. You know what? I'm just now. I'm just annoyed because it's like everything you said this whole last year. Like I came back because of the relationships, the pictures of like him and Devontae Adams both posted the same thing last year. It was like the one last dance or one last time or whatever they tweeted or post on Instagram stories. And now you stay. It's like I'm annoyed. I am so fed up with it. Congratulations on getting paid a ton of money. I think you deserve it. You're a hell of a quarterback, one of the best in the league. But my God, you went about it in the most annoying way possible. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a little whiner. A little diva. We talk about receivers being diva. Aaron Rodgers is the div- the, just the devious diva ever. <laughs> yeah. I just think I made up a word. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I think what's really interesting, too, is it's a four-year deal. Yeah. Homie did the Brett Favre thing, and then was like, nah, I guess I'll sign a four-year deal. Two weeks ago, he was like, I might retire. Like, I don't even know. And then you sign a four-year deal? Get out of here. Little baby back bitch, Aaron Rodgers. I can't stand this guy. Oh, cancel culture, blah, blah, blah. Everybody hates me. I might retire. Psych, actually, I want to stay around for four more years. You don't go from like, man, I think we might need to break up to let's get married. That's what he did. He's such a. That's exactly what he's done. He's probably going to do it with Shailene Woodley again. Like, (laughs) hey, I know we just kind of called off our game. Hey, did you see the news? I I got $200 million coming my way. You think about coming back now? (laughs) (laughs) You go do another movie and I get paid for four years, we can buy the world. God, I hate Aaron Rodgers more and more every day. It is a four year deal, though. He's old. Yeah, he's. I How just old is really, he, Woodley is 30. How old is Rogers, though? He's like 38. He is 38. You're paying a 42-year-old quarterback $50 million? Well, at that point, it's, at that point, he's already gotten his 153. Now, granted, he's playing very well. Yes. Two straight MVPs, but it could fall apart. Let's quickly. give the respect where it's due. You've played very well. You do mm-hmm. deserve this contract. It's just the way you went about it. It's very annoying. Yeah. Also, back to my point here, Shailene Woodley's 30. Mm-hmm. I look, when I see age, it's just like, hey, you're 38. She's 30. Why can't you find someone your own age, man? Um, With Rodgers. I don't think that's that big of a deal. I've always just looked at the age thing. I always just. It, It'd be like me and a 26-year-old. Yeah, that's my age. Mm-hmm. That's my age group, dog. Give me an opportunity. <laughs> it's hard enough out here. But I don't think, it, like, if I got with a 26-year-old, you wouldn't be like, God, like. What is this guy's nah, deal? I'd probably be like, hey, props, bro. You'd dap me up so hard. I would. <laughs> I mean, I'm also going to dap up Aaron Rodgers if I see him. I'd be like, yo, you know, toss <laughs> with me this a couple million. Deal. Also, hell of a job with Shailen Woodley. I, I'm curious what it means for Jordan Love. You drafted this dude in the first round. You're clearly. <laughs> I not thought of that yet. Oh, wow. Like he, his deal is going to be up. He was a first rounder. What's he played? Two seasons so far? Mm-hmm. So he's got two more seasons on his rookie deal. I don't think you're going to exercise his fifth-year option with Aaron Rodgers being there. You don't want to pay a backup quarterback that kind of money. I think teams should start kicking the tires. And, you know, even as – it was like yesterday. The Packers were talking about how nobody is really even, like, calling. No one's calling about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no shit. Everybody knew that he was getting a a deal done probably. Uh, But now I do wonder if some of these teams, the Saints, the Broncos, the Steelers, I wonder if some of them will look at Jordan Love. Because the Packers weren't the only team that had a first-round grade on Jordan Love coming out of the draft. Mm-hmm. I think some of those other teams will go back to it and say, hey, this was our scouting report on this guy coming out. If we can give like a third-round pick and get this guy, let's go after him. Let's see what he's got. He's been sitting behind Aaron Rodgers for you know, a couple of years. Yeah, Let's take a chance on him. Nathaniel Hackett in Denver has coached with him. Maybe they take a chance on him and say, you know what? We didn't get Aaron Rodgers, the guy that we wanted, but I do actually really like Jordan Love. Let's bring him in here. Let's give him a chance to win the job and see what happens. So I think that maybe his market starts to heat up a little bit, or at least it could. I'm not saying he's a good quarterback. I haven't seen him play. But maybe it could. Maybe a team like the Broncos could take a chance on him. And maybe maybe Aaron Rodgers just kind of wants to get him out of the out of the I was going to say, because like, that was one thing that I completely overlooked was the fact about Jordan Love with Rodgers signing that contract after he announced it. But the next thing with it, too, though, is, like, there's no way you keep Jordan Love, right? 
Like, in saying everything you just said, like, there's no way you can sign Aaron Rodgers to a four-year deal, and then you look at Jordan Love and say, hey, man, just keep working hard. Yeah. Like, that's that's legitimately going to be, like, five years of sitting on the bench. If I'm Jordan Love, I almost, like, hey, thanks for drafting me, but I'm going to go play somewhere. Yeah. Like, this guy was supposed to be gone. That was the whole plan. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault he went back-to-back MVP season. You guys are the ones that pissed him off. Yeah, you guys are the ones that thought he was going to retire. <laughs> yeah, but, like, psh, give me an opportunity. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers does, like, I think he puts the show on that him and Jordan Love have a good relationship. Yeah, A-Rod and J-Lo. I highly doubt it. I think they probably do. I, know I think they probably I know have. doubt it, but. I think they have a functional relationship, but I don't think they're friends. Yeah, I like Aaron Rodgers uh, and Jordan Love are those guys that like they work together. There's no problems with them. They're not going out for beers after work. Yeah, they're friends at work. They're bros in the office. But mm-hmm. then once you leave the office, it's like God, that guy's just annoying the shit out of me today. Mm-hmm. Or you know, you're getting together and you're like, Hey, is uh, Jordan Love going? All right, I'll probably catch you guys next time then. <laughs> you know, or Jordan or Love's like, sitting Jordan's there like, Wait, is, like, oh, okay. is, is Rogers going? Is he gonna be there? Uh, you know what? Something came up. Oh, uh, rain check though. We'll get beers next time. Actually, I bet it's Jordan super excited. Like, Roger's going? Hell yeah. I want to see how he is with the guys. Roger's like, wait, Jordan Love's coming? All right. Like, well. I, guess we I told to you not to invite him. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was out of the group chat. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what that relationship is like there. But I even with Jordan Love and his contract, he was a first-round pick. You're probably not paying him too much. Uh, he signed a four-year, $12 million deal. So you're not paying him too much. As a quarterback, even though he was a first-round pick. So maybe you do hold on to him. Maybe just in case, just in case Rodgers at the end of next season says, you know what, actually I was wrong. I am going to retire. I, I think he's pretty unpredictable. So maybe you hold on to him for a little while. Or maybe Jordan Love does go and say, hey, I appreciate the opportunity. I'd like to move on and go somewhere else, though. A lot on the table. Uh, Aaron Rodgers signing a four-year, $200 million deal. I also think that is one of the big dominoes in the quarterback market. And even though I had it in the rundown today uh, that Packers made Rodgers a contract offer that would alter the quarterback market. It does. That Patrick Mahomes contract, no longer the biggest in football. And that's on annual average value, yeah. which is what I think we all look at. Obviously, Mahomes is going to make a lot more. It's like a $450 million deal. But per year, Aaron Rodgers making $50 million which he said he wasn't asking for, um, that is going to change the quarterback market. Kyler Murray, the deal that he had in place on Monday is probably going to be a little bit bigger now. <laughs> Do you think so? I think it definitely could. There's no way he's going to get eaten. That's the thing, too, though, where you're the Cardinals. Like, if you're Steve Kime, you have to look at Kyler Murray's agent and go, hey, man, like, he's not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but he's younger. Like, at any way, shape, or form. He doesn't even play as good as Aaron Rodgers. The only thing he's got on Aaron Rodgers is being younger. He doesn't have height. He doesn't have arm strength. He doesn't have experience, talent. I mean, maybe speed. That's it. He's speed a baseball probably. better. But it's just like Aaron Rodgers is probably better at determining when to run and not run than yeah. Kyler Murray is. But even in those negotiation processes, though, if you're the Cardinals and you tell Kyler Murray's agent or Kyler Murray, hey, we like you, you're not as good as Aaron Rodgers, though. You've ruined that relationship. Does that, that would be, it? again, doing the whole Colin Cowherd thing. That would be telling your girlfriend that there are hotter people out there. 
Yeah, there is. But like, and that I could say there's definitely hotter guys out there. But hey, <laughs> we're hang- it's, it's us. Yeah, how's that working out for you? Well, last relationship ended. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. I mean, but even like, it wouldn't be like, yeah, Jennifer Lopez is better looking than you. It'd be like, yeah, this girl from work is better looking than you. Okay, yeah. Because they are in the same league. They are in the same realm. That would make a lot. Like, telling your girl, like, yeah, my boss yeah, is she, hotter she's than breaking me. up with you. Yeah. Like, and wait, that's you what think the Cardinals. boss is hotter than me. You're like, ah. That's what Kyler Murray would do to the Cardinals. Be like, oh, you think Aaron Rodgers is better than me? See you later. Like, we're not working out a deal, actually. I'll hit the market. Franchise tag me a couple times. See how that works out for you. Which is pretty ridiculous. I know that we've been talking a lot of baseball recently with the contracts and how owners um, have control over a player for, like, six years until he can hit free agency. Man, in the NFL, you can control a guy for seven years. Some of these guys that are getting hit with the franchise tag are going to be under team control for six or seven years seasons that's something that the nflpa needs to go back to the table with next time they negotiate and just say hey actually this is kind of bullshit you can't keep a guy like chris godwin even though he's getting paid pretty well he should have his opportunity to hit free agency and maybe i mean even this year he's not going to get it because they've already said if he doesn't sign a long-term deal they're just going to tag him again and that number uh, for chris godwin is going to be about 19 million dollars if they franchise tag him again Another guy we were talking about, Mike Gusecki, um, he is actually an interesting case because he's going to try to get paid as a wide receiver. And uh, we've Gusecki seen this before. Is? I think it was um, Jimmy Graham. He was like, hey, I want paid as a receiver. I spend most of my time out here as a receiver. Pay me as one. And he lost. Uh, Field <laughs> Yates even tweeted it out this morning, though. Mike Gusecki snaps by alignment in 2021. He had 24 reps or 24 snaps in the backfield. 402 snaps in the slot, 218 snaps at wide receiver, wide, and 140 at tight end. Yeah, paid as a receiver. But because they have labeled him a tight end, they're going to be able to pay him $11 million. That's also kind of shitty to do. Like, just because you've decided, like, yeah, we're going to slap a label on this guy and call him this position, but we're going to play him as another position. And I think the difference is like 11 or not 11, $7 million. If he gets labeled as a tight end, he gets 11. If he gets labeled as a receiver, he gets 18. $7 million is not chump change. I don't care who you are. Even to Elon Musk, it's like, woof, seven mil. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we've heard someone say before, like $25,000 is $25,000. It doesn't matter who you are. $7 million is $7 million. Yeah. The thing is, though, is like, if you do that, like that changes it for everybody in the league. Like you, you can't be a tight end anymore. That's a totally different position. I, I think it's it almost is like you got to be a BWR, a big wide receiver. Or you almost need to like. I think we need to change the way that we look at some of these positions. Like because guys that do play in the slot should probably be valued fairly the same. There almost needs to be another category of guy that's like, okay, you're a slot tight end or slot receiver. Here's your value for that because you're not playing out wide. Because even guys like Travis Kelsey, he does a lot in the slot. Yeah. But, you know, guys that do play more traditional inline tight end, then make an 11 mil probably a little bit more accurate. But when you're starting to have guys like Kyle Pitts, Travis Kelsey, Mike Gusecki, these guys that are really the 
They're big receivers, but they're getting paid tight end money. It's kind of shady. I mean, even then, though, I feel like let's say we have this conversation, they're going to put a threshold on, like, we well, got to have at least this many snaps, like, in line to be a right. tight end. And it's like, well, okay, we'll just meet that threshold. Boom, that's what you are. Yeah. But even, like, for Mike Gusecki, he's playing only 140 snaps at tight end, and he's playing 220, or sorry, 620 at wide receiver, whether in the slot or out wide. Yeah. I don't know how you can label him I a receiver. Also- didn't know he was like that was his role in that offense was like that much being outsider you know mm-hmm. up yeah I mean even when you go and you look at some of these other tight ends they are rarely used anymore at the end of the line a lot of them are playing in the slot which it is it's weird I don't know glad I'm not in charge of it glad I don't have to make that decision um, one decision that I do have to make is that you should go visit Roper Kia today. If you mention us here at Mike's Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride located right here in Great Joplin, Missouri. Check out their inventory. If they don't have what you're looking for, they'll help you find it. And one of my fun things to do is I'll go and I'll look at their inventory. And sometimes you have to put in a phone number to look at their inventory. Mm-hmm. Just put in your buddy's phone number. Yep. Problem solved. Tell the truth Tuesday. It's the best way to do it. Yeah, they uh, they call quick. They waste no time seeing that number come in. Be like, yo, I uh, saw you were looking at her inventory. Hey, man, I just opened the computer app. You know, like I just I'm looking. I just looked at my first car. Did you back up. Give him some time. Give my buddy some time because I just found out he also used my number. Give him a second. Give me a second to figure out what's going on. But next up, another website you need to visit, Gunspot. Be sure to visit them for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. Crazy times, we know that. You need a tank, you need a helicopter, it's probably on the website. <laughs> awesome. Not a matter of if, a matter of when danger could arise. Make sure you put you in a position to protect you and your family, and you can do that with Gunspot.com. Uh, some other football news to get to. Obviously, they weren't preparing for the Aaron Rodgers contract to be released today. Um, I do think Devontae Adams probably gets hit with the franchise tag. Um But then also there are some other movement, too, that I thought was interesting yesterday was Von Miller tweeting out like, man, I'd like to get back to that old thing or whatever it was. A lot of the hints and just rumors of him going back to the Denver Broncos. I really like it. I like uh, the fact that he went and he chased his Super Bowl and he got it. And now he's like, you know what? Bring me back home. (laughs) You guys got extra draft picks for me? Yeah, you got a a second and a third round draft pick? Awesome. Let's use it and let's build something here in Denver. Hey, uh, more breaking news. Kyler Murray has added all of his photos back on Instagram of him with the Cardinals. Your hate for Aaron Rodgers is mine for Kyler Murray. This dramatic little freaking <laughs> wide back. He has 371 posts just immediately back up on his Instagram. So you're telling me you went through all 370 of these posts and archived them just so you could go back and post them back on there when it's like, okay, we have a deal. That means his, his deal is probably going to break soon, too. The, the Cardinals How freaking dramatic is The that? Cardinals are probably like, wait, you wanted 40, now Rodgers is getting 50? Sign the deal. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, shit. But I, bet they, I bet they called the Packers and was like, wait, you're actually going to give them that deal? Before it goes public, let me call Kyler's agent real quick. Let's, let me let us get him signed. Yeah. Do us a favor, and then the Packers probably like fuck you, Cardinals. We're announcing it right now. I wonder if Kyler. <laughs> there you go, Rappaport. Just signed the paper, and it's like boom, breaking news. I also have a hatred for Kyler Murray. God, and it Which, does, it, to me, it doesn't have. It doesn't go back to Oklahoma. I I, that's what I was going to say too. Never yep. liked the kid. 
Still don't understand how he won a Heisman. That's a lie. I do. I watched him absolutely just destroy teams on the ground with his legs and some crazy throws. But at the same time, I cannot stand watching him play. I don't understand it. It literally doesn't make sense. I respect it. I admire it. The dude's a freaking nature in terms of what he can do on the field in terms of throwing the ball and the speed of his size. It's nuts. It is cool. Can't stand the dude, though. Yeah, I do wonder if we'll see his contract released rather soon. I really hope that was the situation. I really hope it was like the the Cardinals and Packers were in the grants. Like, actually, let us get this deal done so we can just not have to pay him $50 million. You can pay Aaron whatever. Just make sure we get him in the office, the paper signed, sent back, and What's going to be before really stupid, breaks. though, is that other players are going to look at this. If, if, let's say, hypothetically, Kyler Murray signs his deal today or tomorrow or relatively soon, other players are going to look at it and be like, oh, shit, I need to, to delete everything off Instagram, too. Oh, this is yeah. a solid method that actually worked. I need my agent to release a manifesto. And I don't want to see any more of that. I hate... I actually hate getting alerts or notifications, usually from Bleacher Report, that are like, Kyler Murray deleted all the pictures off Instagram. I don't give a fuck. If I did, I would go to Kyler Murray's Instagram page and look. Until there's a post that is like Kyler Murray, quote tweet, I don't give a fuck about the Cardinals. That's notable. Send me a push notification for that. But if a player deletes all his pictures, I don't need that notification. Yeah. Didn't it... This is where I look at it as like Bleach Report come back and be like, well, guess what? You're not an audience for that. Right. But, but do the you think that there are people? people? 100%. I mean, they're There's probably that, 12 and 13 years old. The, Joey Molinaro does it best. Those guys in the office that talk sports. They're going to meet at the water tank and be like, yo, man, did you see Kyler Murray deleted all his pictures off Instagram with the Cardinals? And the other guy's going to take a sip of water and be like, what? No way, dude. What happened? And they're going to sit there and they're going to talk about it for 20 minutes. And they're going to look at it on Bleach Report. And they're going to go to Twitter and look at everything. And then there's us who are on the different realm of that aspect. And I'm not saying better than. That is not what I'm trying to say at all. So I hope it doesn't come off that way. Where it's like, that's really stupid. There's the people that think it's stupid. And then there's the people that take it to the water tank and absolutely love it. I think it's stupid. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Hand up. I think it's stupid. Even when they, I get the notifications about this person tweeted that. If I wanted to know it, I would follow that person. Or usually... I do follow that person <laughs> because it's, there are two athletes, LeBron and Patrick Mahomes. I don't need to see their every tweet. If I did, I'd go click on their page and be like, all right, let's do go through and read all their tweets. Patrick Mahomes tweets about getting roasted on the 40-yard dash. I'll tell you one thing that is kind of fun to do that I don't think a lot of people do or realize they can is go look at what tweets people like. Yeah, that's, that's a fun lot of to fun. Do. I do know that some people are like sifting through things. And trying to find it or, like, tracking followers and stuff like that. It is just kind of fun to see, like, what Patrick Mahomes likes for a tweet. It's never going to be something that I'm like, got to report on that. Well, I don't think mm -hmm. it will be. Maybe if he likes something that's like, I hate the Kansas City Chiefs, he likes that tweet, then I'll be like, that <laughs> might need to talk <laughs> about <stop>. that one. <laughs> right? But I, I just don't need to, to see all of that. I, I think that's all the football news for today so far. Um I would expect the Devontae Adams franchise, franchise tag, tag announcement very soon. I, I I doubt that even with Devontae Adams, which kind of sucks for him, he's been waiting around to see what would happen with Aaron Rodgers. I doubt he's gotten too far into contract negotiations because he's been kind of waiting to see what's happening with Rodgers. Hopefully Rodgers gave him kind of the inside scoop of like, yo, I am returning to the Packers. Start working on your deal. 
Yeah. When's this deal got to be done, though? Well, I guess if he doesn't, if he doesn't get offered the franchise tag, then he's a free here's agent. A, here's a question: Then, can you offer the franchise tag and then he deny it, and then you sign him to a deal, and the franchise tag is open for someone? No, I guess you can't because you got to have that franchise tag done at this date. They could By let trade, him right? test free agency and re-sign him. I mean, he can sign with all 32 teams, but you are running the risk of other teams getting in his ear and being like, hey, sign for this. So they idea. will franchise tag him, much like the Chris Godwin thing. It's like if we don't get a deal worked out, we're going to franchise tag him, and then we'll keep working on probably getting a long-term deal. The Packers would be incredibly stupid to let him leave today without some kind of a contract. Yeah. Um, that I, I expect that that will happen pretty soon. Um, we also had some more MLB news. Um, it looks like if there's not a deal done today, that we, we got another deadline, then they're going to cancel another week of games. But it's also weird because they also put out like, hey, if you want to try to have a 162-game season, you need to sign the deadline today. Mm-hmm. So like, wait a second. You already told us you canceled games. Yeah. You now already, you're talking about the first two series of the year. Right. What's going on? Snip, snap, snip, snap. Seems like you guys are a bunch of liars. But we <laughs> Seems like that. I mean, fucking sick of your bullshit. <laughs> and sorry for all the cursing today. I'm really fired up about some of these topics. <laughs> just, just get a deal done. Like just you figure said, it out. It's not that hard. Like it, for once, maybe be like, hey, this is what the owners want. This is what the players want. What do the fans want? That's ultimately the people who are driving your cost. And they're going to sit there. The fans want baseball, and they're going to be like, no duh. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. trying to make it happen. Well, you're not trying hard enough because the only thing you've agreed on is bigger bases and no shifts. Mm-hmm. That could have been done in the middle of the season. That could <laughs> right. have been a good job. Let's go. Yeah. The, like, how long is that discussion even? Where the owner's like, hey, by the way, we've been thinking about giving you guys bigger bases so you don't get hurt as much and you can steal more. Yep. Next topic. <laughs> I bet it was more of like a, you know, there's a lot of hostility in the room. Why don't we find something we can agree on? Right. Bigger bases. We all, uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Know how to agree. How frustrated do you get when you hit a really good ball, but it goes right to a second baseman who's placed in the outfield? What if we just got rid of it? Better batting be average for everyone. smart ass in that situation. So we can agree on something. Let's mm-hmm. get to, this is a good trend. Let's, let's keep going with this. All right. The, yeah. Uh, the minimum, or what is it, the maximum amount you can spend? Yeah. $160 million. Yes, no. Damn it. All right. Mm-hmm. And even, like, I know that there's talks, and even Jeff Passman will be like, they're so far apart. They're far apart by, like, I think it's like $20, $30 million. Cut that in half and meet there. Oh, bam. Donezo. Done deal. I it just can't be that me, hard. Tell me who I need to call, and I will Don't call be them. a stubborn asshole, <laughs> which I, I do think both sides are. I, I don't think there will be a deadline or a, a signed agreement by today. Even the fact that they're putting out now that you've had a second deadline that's like so soon. If I'm the players, I'm just not buying into it anymore. <laughs> and you can take your ultimatum and shove it up your ass. I'm not signing the deal. We'll sign it on Wednesday. Now the baseball players are going to go away. So now you want us to get 162 games in, which means we're going to have to play a ton of doubleheaders this year. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm all right. Yeah, I, I thought so too. So there is a deadline in place for uh, Tuesday afternoon. We'll see. I, nothing will so happen. So you, you're not believing in it? You're not optimistic Not about this it? one. No optimism which at means all. Which it's probably going to happen. So can't <laughs> right? <about> tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then um, a couple other things basketball-wise. This Russell Westbrook stuff, I don't know if you saw any of it last night of him 
Um, his family members are starting to complain because people have been calling him Westbrick because the dude is like. I think Skip Bayless started that. I at least become one of the worst shooters. I know that like his field goal percentage might be high, but if we're just talking jump shots, it's embarrassing. Yeah, and now it's starting to affect it uh, to where he said that it's shaming his family, his you know his father before him, his children. He actually might low key be one of the softest players in the league. You know, I like I get what he's saying there, but at the same time. You got to look in the mirror and see who's the one that's missing all these stupid shots. And there's really shaming that last name. Yeah, the guy missing the shots or the people coming up with the nickname. Yeah, we would love to call you West Swish, but you ain't making (laughs) fucking shots, right? I would love to call you West Bank because you bank in all your shots. You're not even doing that. Even do that. Even get a little bit of that. I'd like to call you West Money because you don't miss. But no, you get West Brick because you got a five foot jumper with the left hand and you. Jam it between the rim and the basket. I played an entire weekend of basketball, and I didn't do that one effing time. <laughs> Am I in a lot of pain? Absolutely. I saw the guys in the NBA even more. I saw him doing the warm-ups. I think it was last night's game. He went to throw the ball, just lob it to himself, layup line stuff. Mm-hmm. Lob it to himself off the backboard. He missed the backboard. He threw it over it? Over it. In the layup line. West Airball. <laughs> I'm coming up with every nickname possible for this guy. He needs to go to, like, a sports psychologist. I think he might have the yips. Oh, clearly. I mean, it's really – he hasn't is, been, like, a great He might be too shooter. stubborn to do it. Yeah. But even now this year, I do think that it is kind of in his head. He's definitely hearing the noise of the crowd and on social media. And I do get it. That, that part sucks. You probably shouldn't do that to a point to where – Yeah, now I'm starting to feel bad for calling him. I don't. And here's why. Homie's making $40 million a year. That's a and not that money can buy happiness, but you know what you sign up for when you're like, yeah, I will play in the NBA. No one's forcing him to be out there. This is part of the game. The heckling from fans, it would be like a stand-up comedian going on stage and be like, wait a second, these guys are heckling me? Like, I had no idea this would happen. <laughs> you knew exactly what would happen. You knew, like, growing up as a child even, if you miss shots, players on the quarter talking shit. You know, this is nothing new in basketball. Spike Lee's been sitting on the sidelines at Knicks games since I've been, like, around. Yeah. So, but other players, the good ones, the legendary ones, they embrace it. They go, oh, you're going to talk shit? Watch me do this. Watch Reggie Miller go out and score 10 points in 10 seconds or whatever. Yeah. You know, Jordan having some of his best games. LeBron, Kobe. Or even Trey Young. If Trey Young can do it. If Trey Young can put up with the heckling at Madison Square Garden entire fucking in city. the playoffs, I'm sorry, Russell Westbrook, you can put up with it for a regular season game. That you're at home. It's a freaking home game against the Spurs. <laughs> right? Now, also props to Greg Popovich. I think you're one game away from, like, the all-time winning regular season record. Yeah. Fantastic. But Tim, De- Tim Duncan ain't coming out of that uh, five, you know. Yeah. DeJounte Murray's pretty good. This is not the same Spurs team. It I is just, wild. I'd like to see Russell Westbrook, Westbrook, whatever you want, West Crybaby, whatever we want to call him, having to chirp back to the fans and like, don't disrespect my name like that. Stop disrespecting our freaking team like this. You know how disrespectful it is as a Los Angeles Lakers fan to watch you play basketball? I'm not a Lakers fan. If he played for the Heat, I would be just as annoyed. Instead, I feel like he, he had a fantastic decision to go get Kyle Lowry. He had plenty of opportunities to – be good. 
Like it's yeah, March every night. Every it's, night, you, you know, March, February of the season. The season's almost over. They gave you a good little run, a nice little leash to be like, you know what? Give him another opportunity. You got two months to the playoffs. Yeah, maybe less than yeah. This month, next month. Mm-hmm. That's it, insane to also think about. This year's flying by. Yeah, it, basketball is. I think it's we're setting up for a great spring of basketball. Even in the NBA, it's it's a little bit unpredictable about who's going to be good. Like even the Nets, like, they suck. The Have Bulls seen, are good. I don't know if it's just like a new thing, but Kevin Durant is so much more interact is so interactive with all the fans. Like I saw a clip of him from last night. Like, it's anti Russell Westbrook. Yeah, but he's like just kind of like jawing back and forth, like in a friendly way. It's like I could do this shit by myself. Maybe and like Jason Tatum is standing right there guarding him, and like Jason Tatum just went off like fifty six points the other night. Right. Yeah, but even last night, um, I was watching a little bit of college basketball too. At Chattanooga punches their ticket to the tournament with a buzzer beater. Phenomenal ending. I feel night. like we've seen so many buzzer beaters recently, though, or so many just good games in college basketball, and it's championship week. Um, even uh, the first game today is at one o'clock, which is absolutely amazing. And then uh, Gonzaga, I watched them play last night. I still don't understand how Chad Holmgren's good. Man, I was about to say the exact he same is. thing. Oh, he's so small. He's so small. But he's he like, makes Kevin Durant look thick. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. But the thing is, like, he's physical too, though. Uh huh. Like I watched a couple of his spin moves, like attacking the basket, and it's like, yeah, that little scrawny elbow has some power behind it, and I it, don't understand how. He's so long that even when you think, like, okay, I'm by him, I'll body him, he's too long. He's a great he shot blocker. Bends over and he just wraps right around you. And, I, you know, even, like, I look at him and I'm like, oh, how is he able to play? He's probably, like, 200 pounds. 200 pounds, he's pretty strong for 200 pounds. Yeah. Like, some of his dunks that he's had, I don't get it, but he's good at basketball. Tear down the house, dog. Yeah, and he was last night. Uh, Gonzaga also playing tonight. They play St. Mary's tonight, which is their big rival at 8 o'clock. And this is a ranked matchup. St. Mary's beat them earlier in the season. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that is crazy is, for me, watching these two teams over the course of my lifetime. Gonzaga used to be just like this little small school sweetheart that teams would root for, that people would root for. It's like, oh, they keep making, doing a little bit more, a little bit more. To where now they're the number one seed. They're a powerhouse, but also St. Mary's is kind of benefiting from this. Yeah. Now they're ranked number 17. I, I think they are getting some recruits just based off of, oh, I watched you. I know that name. You played Gonzaga. I'll go to your school now. Yeah. Oh, you get to play, you know, a top-ranked team, you know, at least once or twice mm-hmm. a year? Yeah, that's great for me. We're going to go beat them? Sick. Now, I know we've talked about it before, but I don't know if it's been off air or if it was on air or off air. I just don't. Ever, I've never known Gonzaga to be like the small school. Gonzaga has always been like a big deal. Yeah, because I mean, it was probably late nineties. Yeah, I mean, as long as Mark Few has been there, to where it'd be like, okay, like this is kind of cool. Like at being a our high school mascot was a bulldog, so seeing them being the bulldogs was kind of cool. And then seeing them win with guys even before like Adam Morrison, like, like with, that's who I remember is Adam Morrison. Mm-hmm, like, just like some other guys that basketball to me. I mean, they started as a program that's like, okay, here are the four-year starter type guys. And then they started getting some more and more talented players. So it was like, okay, he's going to actually leave as a sophomore. That's nice. To where now they, you're getting guys like Chet Holmgren and Jalen Suggs who were top recruits. Yeah. 
They're, they're, they're not like, I wouldn't call them a blue blood of college basketball, but they're coming up. Well, they up. need to win a national championship. Yep, they do. You I was that. rooting for them hard last year. Yeah, was close. And even, honestly, I would like to see Coach K win this year. But as soon as Duke gets eliminated, I'm a Gonzaga fan. That's what happened last year, wasn't it? Yep. Just Duke got eliminated. Kind of, they didn't even make it last year, did they? Nope. Yeah, that's tough. Sorry. Don't mean to bring up the past. <laughs> <laughs> they got eliminated very early in March. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it just like, what is it, next week? Mm-hmm. This Sunday is um, Selection Sunday. And then the tournament's yeah. going to start, like, around St. Patrick's Day, which would be phenomenal. I, honestly, I can't wait. This is the most excited I've ever been for March Madness. Ever? Ever. Well, I used to be a big college basketball fan. I don't know about ever. <laughs> there were a couple years where Duke had some teams, and I'm like, yep, going to win the Natty. Yeah. Super excited about it. Or if it lined up with um, spring break for your school, that's a phenomenal time. Even as a child who wasn't drinking alcohol at the time, it's just <laughs> like, I get to watch basketball all day. Or one of the best days of the school year, going into the classroom of the teacher that will let you watch games. Yes. Of like, yep, we have the games on. I, I had a couple like that in high school where they would have the games on for you, but they, they would have them down real quiet or maybe even on mute, but it's like, doesn't matter. The games are on. Oh, yeah. I'm not I listening to the lesson. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. I can remember being in a math class, and the teacher was the girls' basketball coach. And uh, he got to have, like, the big screen. Like, we had a one big screen TV so that we could come in on Saturdays and watch film for football. But he got to keep it in his classroom. He had the games on the big screen. And it was on mute. And we were trying to do, like, math homework. But everybody was watching this game. I don't remember what game it was, but it was close. Yeah. And it came down to the wire like a last-minute, last-second buzzer beater. Classroom erupts. It was like being <laughs> in a bar, but I didn't know that experience existed yet. Uh, to where even, like, he was watching the games. The principal's like, man, they're really excited about the yeah. lesson today. Peek behind the curtain, I used to incorporate opening day for baseball and March Madness into my lesson plan so like I could be that teacher to write, I'm watching games on the smart board. And Where if the principal you? walks in, it'd be like, nope, we're actually calculating batting averages, which is part of our math curriculum. <laughs> Dang, that's a heck Or of uh, for March Madness, we would graph it. We would, we'd make different graphs and things like that. Right? Oh, this is part of the standard I have to teach. This is what I'm using to do it. <laughs> You're the cool teacher. Yeah, now I'm the cool podcaster, though. Uh, you'd be a lot cooler if you go to Club 609, though, and enjoy that happy hour from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock. That would be a great spot to watch the games. It really would. By be. the way, just putting that out there as a one-on-one conversation live on a podcast, I would like to watch some games at Club 609, get the appetizers, stroll in there maybe a little bit before 2 o'clock, stay for that whole happy hour from <laughs> 2 to 8, two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours. Hey, Good spot to watch college basketball. Absolutely. Uh, probably get some nachos. I'm right there with you, dog. Uh, next up, though, Downtown Lube. Be sure to visit them at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. Their shop is located right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, off 1st and Main Street. Big thanks to Mark and the guys yesterday. Take care of Mello, both Mello and I with our vehicles. Uh, gave us some excellent advice. They weren't necessarily able to fix issues themselves, but they knew exactly where to send us and what to do, and they were exactly right. So awesome. Thank you very much to Mark Edder and the guys there at Downtown Lube. Again, they do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. Visit them at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. It's not a matter of if. It is literally a matter of when you're going to need your car service, oil change, tires checked. Get that done at Downtown Lube. I'm even that guy that waits. 
You know, if I, I see the low tire pressure light on, I take it there. Yeah, I'm not going to Casey's do it myself. Yeah. You're telling me I could stand out in the cold or the rain or even on a beautiful day and air up my own tires, or I could just go to downtown Loop? Yeah, get to talk to Mark while, there's, while it's getting done. It takes 10 seconds. For uh-huh. shit. Is he going to talk shit about KU basketball? Yep. But it's also where I get some of my great fantasy football information <laughs> Yeah. and talk about college basketball. But now it is time for Tell the Truth Tuesday. And I have one, just one today that is a little bit embarrassing. Uh, I have very bad rug burn on my knees. What? Uh, very, very bad what rug did you burn. What you this weekend, dog? Defecting my knees to where yesterday it was even kind of embarrassing because it was so red. And I didn't even want to wear pants. Rug, so rug burn. burn on your knees, huh? Mm-hmm. Didn't you have a sore throat yesterday, too? Yeah. Scratchy throat. What a coincidence. Yesterday. The reason is because um, my daughters decided that they wanted to get loft beds. Which are ah. super cool and something that I always wanted as a child. So I'm a sucker for it. It's just the top bunk, but then underneath you can put like a desk or like whatever you want. They're super cool. So we got loft beds. In the process, I had to take apart a bunk bed and a queen bed, which was one hell of a time. <laughs> so I had to take apart those beds and then put together two more beds. And the whole time I'm like crawling around on my knees on the carpet trying to screw this stuff together, tore me up. My back hurt so bad. I went to dinner with my parents. It was my mom's birthday. My fingers were hurting so bad on Sunday from trying to screw little pieces in and then use that (laughs) fucking Allen wrench that is just tiny that they give you anytime you have to put something together. Yeah. Tore me up. Knees, fingers. I was probably just as sore as you were on Sunday. I would believe you it. played in a basketball tournament. <laughs> I put beds together. Yeah, I got a pretty bruised up knee. It's starting, the bruise is starting to come in pretty much. Now, in my game. defense, though, taking apart bunk beds by yourself is pretty hard to do. I'm surprised you did it by yourself. I had to take a twin bed bunk bed off of another twin bed <laughs> by myself. Dead serious. How did you do it? Brute strength. <laughs> <laughs> Or, you know, even with these loft beds, trying to, like, screw like screw the pieces together while the bed is standing up. I'm holding part of the bed while trying to screw an Allen wrench into another part. Did you do this on Friday or Saturday? Yeah, Saturday slash Sunday. Okay, yeah, I would have been in the games. Or I would have probably come and helped you. It was. If you would have asked, but. But I wouldn't have because I'm that guy. The, even my dad on Sunday was like, I could help you put that together. Probably could have finished it in 45 minutes. Instead, I took three hours and did it by myself. Were the girls home with you? Or were they? Oh, yeah. Their little asses helped me get a mattress up there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and another part of it is, is I try to be like, I try to let my daughters be involved with things just as like a learning moment. And both of them are like, oh, can I screw that part in? Like, yeah, of course. Go for it. And then it takes 15 minutes. <laughs> but I don't want to be like, ah, just stop. Let me do it so we can get it yeah. over with. So that made it take even longer. But it is nice. I have two wonderful daughters that help do things. But it was like, a, yeah, you can help. That's going to tack on 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, 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 if you could twist out a little faster, <laughs> turn right. the allen the other way. All right, here's the trick. Just wrap it around your finger and go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, Rugburn is still wearing jeans today because it's 30 degrees outside. Yeah. It's kind of tough. Kind of <sighs> tough. Tease and peace for me. 
Well, hey, I'm, I'm glad you got it done, though. I bet, that, I bet it looks nice in there. Uh, for me, my first Tell the Truth Tuesday. Uh, we went to Indianapolis this last week. Everyone knows that. But we drove. So on the way, we drove back Friday morning, got up early. I had to play the first game at, like, 7 o'clock. We got back about 2, 2.30. I come in town. I had to go get a blue shirt for the game. Last week. I didn't have a blue shirt or whatnot. I didn't want to get a ro- my new Royal shirt, all sweaty and whatever. Long story short, I drive to Liberal to visit my grandparents. I go, okay, I'm going to take a nap here for a little bit, and then I'm going to go to the game. I'll maybe get like an hour and a half nap, get to hang out with my grandparents. Two birds, one stone, fantastic opportunity. I go there. We catch up. I lay down. The dogs want to lay down on the couch with me. I try to take a nap. My grandpa is sitting on the other side of the living room watching videos on his phone and listening to Christian music play at full blast. And the reason I tell the story is because I told him I had such a good time and took such a great nap. And I feel bad because I lied to them. And the truth is I didn't get to take a single fucking nap because I had to listen to this guy listen to the same video about four or five times in song at full blast across the living room as her dogs ran wild everywhere. It was awful. No nap. It was annoyed. Go in Friday night. I think that's why my uh, in-game stats weren't as good as it was Saturday morning when I had a full night of sleep. That's so. on you, dog. Let's tell the truth. And I, I'm just telling the truth here because I lied to him. I told him I had a good nap, and I appreciated it. <laughs> truth is, I what would not appreciate it, and I got no nap. Well, now they know. So I think you not love you. <laughs> you, had an, uh, you had another Tell the Truth Tuesday? Yeah, the other one was uh, the drive to Indy. Um, several comments were made about me hitting the rumble strips. <laughs> several times. <laughs> I want it to be known. A lot of it was on purpose because I no, okay. swear. Because <laughs> here's the reason. I didn't want your ass sleeping on the way up there. I didn't want to be left alone in a silent car the whole way up there. So I was like, if I hit these rumble strips and I'm a little wild in between the lane, this guy's going to be scared to sleep. So you're not a bad driver. You're just a bad friend. Now I don't know which one's worse. (laughs) (laughs) Uh It's okay because I I don't even believe you. (laughs) That's all right. Tell the truth is that I don't believe you. There was one point where you were taking a nap, but I was just driving on the road, and I was just like, there's rumble strips. Here we Mm -hmm. go. And you woke up and you're just like, oh. see, I do that you? to you, but I just I mess with you. Like I'll hit the brakes and stuff. Like you tried to do it to me, but it didn't really work. Well, that was because when you were eating, you were taking a drink of something, and you were <laughs> roasting me. I'm not going to make the tell what the joke was, but you said something. I was like, I can't believe you just made a joke about that. And so I was like, I'm going to try and hit the brakes while he's taking a drink. And the dude just accepted the overload of Dr. Pepper that went right down his throat. He's like, thank you. I just got a bigger drink now. Right down the old throat. You tried to get me while I was eating a banana, too. That one I think I actually did get. I thought it was – I did actually get you on one, and you just like, whatever. But it I was the it Dr. Was Pepper. Like, that didn't even work out. Like, I didn't even spill it. I just thought it was funny. I think that's the goal. Like, when you break track someone when they're drinking, it's like – Yeah, they, like, choke on it. Like, yeah, or get them to spill it on themselves. Neither one of those happened. Well, now I'm scared because we're, we're about to go to Nashville. So, like, as I was in yes, the middle of telling driving. the story, it was just like, yeah. Yes, who's not sleeping yeah. on the way to Nashville? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Tell the truth Tuesday. It's you. Did it to myself. Uh, I saw this also online, and I, we had, like, two people send it to me. Is the discussion that's going around of, is there, are there more doors in the world or wheels I'm glad this was in on the world because I wanted to ask you about it too. So, to I me, I tough. I almost immediately thought, "Duh, wheels!" Because my first thought, like I hear wheels, I think cars. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you get four wheels per vehicle. Like you get into some of these trucks. 
It's even more than that. But then I really started to think about it. I think I'm team doors. Dudes, oh, look at us. Same. Because how many houses are out there that just have stupid amount of doors for absolutely nothing? Right. You got a door for where the fucking hot water heater is in the house. Yeah. Every house has that. A little closet? Yeah, a little towel closet. My buddy had a, a house with like six doors. Two doors were for like towel or like linen closets. I think so too. And even I, I've, I saw somebody else commenting because I didn't know this was a thing. I, I guess I'd kind of missed it until somebody sent it to me. I was like, hey, segment idea, uh, which I do appreciate when people do that. Yeah. <laughs> Something you want us to talk about. More than happy to do that for you. Um, but then I got to start like cars, even with cars, where I feel like most of the wheels are coming from. Yeah, equal amount of doors. A four-door car has four wheels. Cancels well, each other out. I wasn't even thinking like those type of doors. All doors. I was just thinking like doors in a building. Mm-hmm. Ca- are cabinets doors like in a house? Nah, we won't count those. What about like on a stove, a microwave, a refrigerator? I feel like those are doors. Yeah. What about a glove box? No, that's just... I wouldn't count that. Now, the wheel argument is like, you know, a wheelbarrow, like scooters, bicycles, yeah. no doors on those. Motorcycles. Motorcycles. Mopeds. Yeah. I'm just I still just Wheelers, feel... that's automatic. There's, there's four right there. Uh-huh. But then but you I think still like a side-by-side, like doors... side, they got two little doors on them. Say that again? Side-by-sides? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm still team doors, though. I've been to New York. I've seen the buildings. There yeah. has to be at least 10 billion doors in that city. I even went back as far as, like, castles. Like, how many doors do castles have? Mm-hmm. Or, like, when we go to Mobile. Like, there's rooms that have, like, three doors in it because, you know, it's like, well, this is like, path other What are they called? Could. Like, French doors? Yes. Where there's two doors that open together? For one open? Yeah. That's got to count for two. But then it's like you look at the old houses. Like, uh, some of them just didn't have – they had doorways. But there was no door. Mm-hmm. It's just like a little pathway. Through and I almost wonder, do we count doorways? We do call them doorways. We don't call them ways. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Point proven. Even like in this office right now, I can see three doors. We're in one room. Yeah. No wheels in here. Ah, that's a lie. Shit, our chairs. Chairs. Chair wheels. Fuck. <laughs> a lot of wheels we there. not high either. <laughs> There's a couple chairs that have five wheels apiece. Ooh. I heard one guy make the argument for um, matchbox cars. Four wheels per matchbox car, but What's the doors don't car? open. The little toy cars. Like a Hot Wheel? Yeah, Hot Wheel, oh. matchbox. I'd never heard him call the matchbox. Car. There used to be competitors. I don't know if there still are. Oh. Hot Wheels. <laughs> Hot Wheels, yeah. <laughs> or um, even in his argument, he said that Lego is like the world's best or most producing of wheels. Biggest producer of wheels is what I'm trying to say. Ooh. Lego does make doors, but I will definitely say they're making more wheels. Yeah. What about like train cars? Are those, yep. are those wheels? I think so. It's nice. a really good argument, actually. Yeah. And the fact that just random bros are having this conversation in their group chat. Yeah, I, I still am team doors, though. Man, I don't know. Now that I'm starting to think that way, like, you get limited on buildings and vehicles. Mm-hmm. But, like, wheels are everywhere. Like, what about, uh, 
like electri- uh, electricians. No, the little carts have wheels or doors on them so they can get in and out of it up there. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> they'll ride like uh, electricians. They'll ride like a cart up like between power lines to work oh. on it and stuff like transformers okay. and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I've seen some TikToks about it. I think it's a dangerous career path, but they make a ton of money, so good for yeah. them. Another door, though. Exactly. I don't know. I, I put it out on our Twitter. At Mike Up. Are you well, team I, my, doors or team wheels? I was team door all the way up until like the last conversation about like you go into a corporate office and everyone has wheels on their chairs. Mm-hmm. I think it might be. So even, yeah, it is. It's weird because even like that was my big thing. Been like, to New York, seen the si- skyscrapers. But within those skyscrapers, there are so many wheels on chairs. Yeah. Every chair has wheels. Mm-hmm. Even if you go to a doctor's office, tons of doors in there to every room. Mm-hmm. They all have that little stool thing that they sit on and roll around on. Five wheels right there. Yeah. I think I, the chair argument has swung me. <laughs> <laughs> These damn office Son chairs. Of Gamer chairs? Yes. Chairs are chairs win. They make wheels win. Yeah. Wheels win because of chairs. Let me stutter my way through this. Which is crazy to the fact that we've gotten to that point. <laughs> Because I think we probably saw the wheels on chairs at the same time in the office, too, as we were looking around at the doors. And it was like, wait, there's wheels on the chairs. Yeah. I think too many people look at cars and they're like, oh, yeah, cars. Cars cancel each other out. Yeah. But when you start to look at bicycles, motorcycles, even in, like, other countries. Like, you can't just limit it to here in the United States. Yeah. There's a lot of bicycles being ridden in other countries. Yep. Or tricycles, even. Tricycles. Carrying shit back and forth. Yep. I think I have to switch my vote to Team Yeah, wheels. I'm Team Wheels. One of these days we're going to record an episode in an altered state of mind. These are the kind of conversations that you're going to get from that one. It should have been this one because I feel like we would have gotten even crazier. Now I'm just looking around trying to think of like other stuff that has wheels on it that we didn't mention before. Right, or other doors. Yeah. I feel like a door is just kind of a door. You're yeah, not sneaking up on it. out me. of the room. May, like, even if you counted cabinet drawers as a door yeah but even still then it's like how many cabinets are matching up to chairs there are like 50 wheels in here which a lot of people are probably like never seen your office dumbass like that doesn't apply to me <laughs> uh, but they're like it's because of chairs again yeah wheelie chairs are dominating this I also need to get a quieter chair if you hear popping throughout the episodes it's my chair moving I um I've even switched chairs like four times and the average chair just eventually starts to pop. I need I need to spend money. I spent a good amount of money on this office chair like five years ago. Don't regret it. No, no. It's like two hundred and fifty dollars, which honestly, if you've looked at some chairs, that's a pretty cheap chair. Yeah, they're <laughs> stupidly chair. expensive. Mm-hmm. But I had this one since my second year of teaching. Look at this. I'm dancing right now. I wouldn't risk it. That's a good chair. <laughs> that's a good dance move. Thanks. Hips um, don't lie. What's up, Shakira? Right. Tell the truth Tuesday. It was a good dance move. Um, it, it, I do want to mention one thing before we end the show today. Because the Aaron Rodgers thing, Rappaport rep- re- uh, reported, Rappaport reported, that's tough to say, <laughs> that it was going to be a four-year, $200 million contract. Pat McAfee is saying that is false. And even during his show, he said, like, oh, I have sources telling me that it's going to be a more team-friendly deal. And then he even let it slip that Rodgers told him it's going to be a team-friendly deal. However, I will say 
McAfee is friends with Rogers. Oh yeah. So like, that could definitely be the source, and it could be true, or it could just be that McAfee is like doesn't want it coming out that his guys getting paid that much or whatever. So I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, we'll be talking about it tomorrow. And just as a reminder, tomorrow, our last show of the week, Big Country and I will be traveling to Nashville, Tennessee, where we will be taking part of a bachelor party. Yeehaw, I will be in no shape to talk to anyone at 10 a.m. No. Or start planning a show at 8 a.m. Yeah. Ain't going to happen. I'll I'm tell not going to be though. there. Got myself a cowboy hat. I'm fucking ready. <laughs> if you're in I the Nashville area. Over here. Shit. Looking to party. Tell the truth Tuesday. I went to buy a Hawaiian shirt yesterday. Them motherfuckers are sold out. Should have bought them when we first it's, found them. It's March 8th. Spring break's coming up, though, man. That's Everyone's true. Everyone's going to the beach. That's true. Son I should have bought the shirt when I saw it. I had the opportunity. Now i got to go find a new one. Uh, but we do appreciate you guys joining us today. Partaking in the chat was fun as well. Um, you can, too. If you get the show right here in the call-in app every weekday at 10 a.m. Central Time, uh, tomorrow we'll be back at 10 a.m. Central Time in the call-in app, probably reporting on more football stuff, maybe even a little basketball, but we do appreciate you guys. We'll be back at it tomorrow at 10 a.m.